Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is the 1st of December today, and I hope everyone is doing good. I know I am, and uh, it, uh, it's, it's uh, getting cold here in Dallas, actually. So I, got, I had, to, had to put on the heater this morning uh, before I got up. But, um, well, get into the slides. It looks as if... Um, Apple finally has come out of hibernation, and uh, it looks like it's in an, it's changed trend and it's an uptrend. I did buy some uh, this morning, and uh, just have a little video that I can show you on kind of how I figured out why to do that and when to do that. So um, that might be kind of fun uh, as well. And um, so just uh, let's get into the slides. Well. The market is uh, in a confirmed uptrend. We are the Nasdaq is at twelve three eighty nine ninety eight when this was taken up about one point five seven percent. Seems to be uh, powering higher, which is a great thing. Uh, S and P, Dow Jones, and uh, the New York Stock Exchange all up today. So uh, that is indeed looking very good. Um, S and P basically has moved above. A very key level, and that's of course the 360 level. It's at 367.55 right now, so that's looking good. Uh, and that um, you know, so we, we we have retaken the uptrend, which is a which is a good thing, as you can see from the low here that was made basically back in March, um, March 23rd, and where it hit, believe it or not, it hit uh, a 218 here, and it's come all the way up to. 360, uh, 367. So that's very good. The key level, of course, being right about at that 360 level. So we're above that. We're, we're continuing that trend upward. So that is a very good thing. Uh, that's looking that's looking good. Um, we're also on the QQQ. And of course, this is where many of the big tech stocks live. This is where Apple is, of course. This is also where Microsoft is. And um, you know Tesla will be be uh, be in the S and P here very shortly. It's a, it's already in the QQQ. This is the hundred largest stocks that are um, that are basically um, that that are basically the Qs. So that is also a very interesting interesting thing. So without further ado, just kind of want to tell you why I bought Apple this morning. Hello, this is Jim Malone coming to you live from Dallas Trading Floor. And this is a short video that I'm making on why I purchased Apple today. You see, Apple, like a lot of other stocks, will continue in a trend. On August 31st, Apple split four for one. And after the split, the stock basically moved downward and it broke its trend from an upward trend to a downward trend. And this has basically been how Apple has been trading since uh, August 31st. Now, on November 22nd, that all changed. There was a change in character. And this is one of the best places to buy a stock when it is changing in character. What happened was Apple started to move upward, and there was a heavy volume spike. Then it moved beyond this trend line. When it moved above the $120 mark, that was my signal to get into the stock. 
today I purchased 100 shares of Apple at a price of 122.42, and a new upward trend has been made. Now, hopefully, this upward trend will continue up to the 140 range for the stock. This is always a good way to buy. Form a trend, and then when there's a break in the trend on heavy volume, remember that's heavy volume, then it's time to possibly come into the stock as it changes direction upward. I hope you enjoyed this small video. Well, uh, basically, uh, that is why I bought Apple today. It is going to be moving higher. And uh, just want to give you a rundown on my current holdings. I'm, also, I'm in Net, NET, Cloudflare. I'm in Tupperware. I'm still in Tupperware. It's out of the small portfolio. Blink Charging is in there. Uh, it's down a little bit today. Hopefully, I'm not going to have to sell this one. I'm in Progeny, P-G-N-Y. It's up just a tad, 18 cents. Uh, AMD is basically even, nothing, not up, not down. But I, do, I bought that off a good uh, pattern, so hopefully that'll move higher in the future. PayPal is up convincingly, $4.36 today, or about 2%. I do think it's starting a run there. Uh, Palantir, well, it's pulled back a little bit. Hopefully, it's going to regain some strength and then move higher. It's a, this is a much more volatile stock, but I do have a fairly good size position in this. Also, Apple, that is, uh, as we explained, it's up $4 today at one twenty-three. So it started making its move right about one twenty. So kind of an interesting way to go there. And uh, just kind of a quick, um, quick look at quick look at how how things are trading. So, without further ado, thank you for holding on here, and we'll get right into the questions. Um, Neo is taking it in the chat today. Well, I agree with you. Um, a lot of the Chinese stocks have really sold off hard, and this is the reason it's so important to to be. In, when you're in a stock and you see some of this 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 coming I'm going to go I'm going to move to the weekly chart here and then to the daily uh, when this is starting to happen as you can see we're, we're starting to see a, a, a movement back you always want to set your stop losses and when a stock is ascending like it like this is like very 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 tight ascent you want to basically as it moves up, you want to keep setting your stop losses up until finally it's going to fail, but you're going to be sold out. A good rule of thumb is at the end of the day, a stock that's moving up like this, to keep setting your stop loss up uh, so where you have no more than about 2.5% between the end of the day selling price and your stop loss. And that way you can many times, uh, you know, basically... Uh, you know, pre preserve some of that upward momentum. It's so hard to get it. Let's let's uh, let's take a look at the checklist. Seven out of nine. So that's pretty good. Uh, our funds are looking. Yeah, we're increasing our funds. But you know, the, it, this is the kind of thing. I think um, you know, Tesla has moved. Uh, it's kind of moving sideways a little bit. It, there's a little bit of resistance for Tesla at about the six hundred one, six hundred two level, and it seems like some of these stocks are. Uh, also in sympathy with that. As you can see, there's a tremendous pullback to the 21-day line, and that's that's basically right here. So we've pulled below the 21-day line. As you can see, this RS rating, 99, is still very good, but the trend line has moved, unfortunately, downward. So what would I do here? Well, 
if I have a stop loss on this, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be setting that stop loss tight. I'm going to wait because this is a just as a change in trend. Just as Apple in the video that I showed you before has moved to an upward trend, this unfortunately has moved to a downward trend. So hopefully it can recover. Let's look at the weekly chart. Um, you know, we still haven't we still haven't made a trend here, but this is significant. If we have another day pullback to basically this level, which is the 40-day moving average, then I think you might want to head for the hills because it, it, there, there, there may be an actual trend change, as you can see. So it, it isn't a trend change yet, but another day of this, and I'm afraid it probably will be a trend change. So be very careful with this. Set your stop losses about 2.5%, um, you know, 2.5% uh, below the close of the day before. Take a look at Blink. BLNK. Now I'm in Blink, <laughs> and I may have I have sold part of my position. I got stopped out at 33. Um, I, I I got stopped out of my position. Uh, it's off significantly today, five dollars and eighty five cents. So it is pulling back right to the right to the um, right to the 21 day line. Now I hedged this position a little bit differently than I hedged most of them, and that is I have a call option, a forty dollar call option that expires on January 15th that I was paid $6 for. So that's hedging my position a little bit. But if it goes a little bit more below this, I may consider, you know, getting out altogether because it looks as if it, you know, it may have changed trend here. We, we, I don't, we won't know until tomorrow, but I mean, it could easily fall down to this 14 level. And then if it fell to 14, then it probably is going to go, going to go lower. But, um, you know, we have, we have, um, you know, we have, Heavy buying volume, and then we have heavy f selling volume. So this is we're really trying to find out where the where the price is here. Um, if you're, I wouldn't recommend going into this position right away. Um, if you have it and you're down more than seven percent, uh, you know, uh, then it's probably a good time to sell. But always with these stocks that move very fast like this, you want to be constantly setting your stop loss up so that if it does reverse on you. You 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 get out okay, and uh, that's a that's an important uh, that's that's an important thing. All right, so um, hey Jim, what do you think about WDC? Let's look at WDC real quick. See if there's anything in there that we can we can see. Uh, WDC. Uh, let's see Western Digital. Um, you know what? It still is. It it looks like it may be maybe starting a trend change, but I'm a little bit concerned, and I'll tell you why. Because this only has a, has a relative strength of 31. It is true. It has started to it is it has started to move it has started to move up. So that is a good thing. But we really can't buy it until we get to this buy point here, and the buy point, of course, on this one is right about um, is is there is a, is a first stage consolidation at 65.31. So we're we're very very much we're very much lower than that at 47.25. So really not unfortunately a good place to enter here, um, you know. And the checklist is just not good enough. It's only five out of nine. So you know what? I don't think I would be going into this one, uh, you know. And but if you're in it, make sure that you don't take more than a seven percent loss because. This could very easily turn downward. It is true it has moved above the 200-day moving average. That's very key. But you never really want to buy too close to this line here. It's just, it's just too dangerous. It's just too dangerous because uh, we want stocks that are, that are in an upward trend. And the 200-day line tells us that you know, we are still 
we are still in a downward trend. That is the trend. So until we until we show in, in, until we get above this point here going forward. So we're going to have to be very much higher. We're going to have to be almost at 120 before we can buy Western Digital again. So I just wouldn't I just think Western Digital is is sort of a waste of your time. I don't think it's going to be uh, the kind of thing you, the kind of thing you want, unfortunately. Let me see. Uh, I've got a question here from TikTok, just the last one. Uh, hey Jim, your thoughts about Neo, Lay Auto, <laughs> Xping, and J- uh, JMIA? What happened to them? <laughs> Keep going down, and I think they're going to continue to go down because this is the problem with buying. You know, and it's a very unfair world out there. But um, you know, I I did have a small position in Neo. I sold it. Um, there's a there's a lot of problems, unfortunately, with the um, with the accounting standards in China, and so you know, <laughs> a lot of this is due to that. Uh, it's just it's just tough. They're they're in sympathy now. What had happened is that the Chinese government has come in and has indicated that uh, that they are not going to subsidize as much of the construction of the new facilities for building these cars as they did before. So there's been a big sell-off in, in all the Chinese stocks. Um, you might want to consider a stock that kind of is out of left field. And uh, it is, uh, it's actually the largest auto producer in China. And that that is interesting because it's not even a Chinese company. It's an American company. And you've probably heard of it before. It's General Motors. And it's off a little bit today. It's off about 50 cents. But I think the long-term uh, look for this one is probably pretty decent. Uh, you know, we have we finally have a very nice, um, you know, we have a very nice ascending pattern. We, you know, you definitely want to see that. We're 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 right at the at the uh, at the ten-day line. This isn't a bad place to buy it. It see it's pulled down and then it's just bouncing off this ten-day line. So we're in a place that this actually can be bought. It's actually turned positive now at forty-four fifty-six. Let's look at the let's look at the funds in this one. The checklist is definitely good enough. Seven out of nine, I'm liking that. And also, you have increasing fund ownership. Here's why I would go with a company like General Motors, as opposed or Tesla for that matter, as opposed to Neo or Li or or the other ones. It's because you, here you can buy a stock that's about forty four dollars that is solid, and uh, I think it's going to do. I think it's going to give you a better. Um, you know, I think it's I think it's going to give you better a better play. Now, here's the thing about General Motors: I have not yet bought General Motors, but it is on the watch list, and uh, hopefully, we're going to be able to buy it, pull the trigger on it pretty soon. It doesn't have really the correct base yet to buy it, but the thing about General Motors: once they get going, and they, it takes a long time for them to get going, once they get going, they can produce the cars. They have the plants both here in the United States, in Europe, and in. Um, and, and in China, uh, which is which is very exciting. So, uh, it's uh, that's one of the things why you might want to consider if you've been in Neo and something like that. Maybe maybe moving over to General Motors uh, or other another Chinese play. Uh, also, want to take a quick look at um, while we're on the auto biz, Tesla T S L A. And of course, everybody knows I'm a Tesla bull, and uh, it's pulled back up again today. <laughs> it's it's seesawing. Now here's the thing. I've sold out at 570 on Tesla, but we are in a situation where it is sort of between two areas. It's between this area here at 600, 
Okay, there's a little bit of resistance there. And then on the low side, about 530. There you go. So we're kind of in between there. Now, I'm going to probably buy it again, but I'm going to wait until it breaks above the 600 level. And the reason for that is because that will give me some security that it won't fall back. So we're kind of pushing up the hill. We're trying to get beyond that $600 point. And then hopefully, if we get beyond there, it's going to go higher. I do think Tesla is going to go higher, but there is a little bit of a hiccup. There's a little bit of a, it's not really a pivot, but there is a little bit of a hiccup right about 600, as you can see on this chart. So that's going to, that's where I'm, that's where I'm holding. Another thing about uh, uh, about Tesla that you have to you have to notice, there was a lot of volume here, but it was selling volume, and that was just a few days ago. That's when we got pull, That's when we got. Um, that that's when we got uh, pushed out at at five seventy. But I'm glad I did because, you know, it just it it's it's making a little bit of a move. It seems like it's topping out here, so we have to see it change direction and pull through that six hundred before it is ready to go again. And I definitely think it will be, but you just got to be careful about buying it. All right, so let's see. Um, okay, thoughts on Costco after the $10 dividend. Well, you know, here's the thing about dividends. Most of the stocks that I trade are really not dividend stocks, and there's a reason for that, because the the, the, the dividends sort of are built into the price of the stock. That's actually what... Warren Buffett said many years ago, he doesn't pay a dividend. Berkshire Hathaway has never paid a dividend. And part of the reason for that. Now, here's here's the thing that's going to shock you. When they pay a dividend, it's basically saying to the big stockholders, stick around. We know, we, we know, we're, we know we're underperforming, but if we give you a bribe, maybe you'll stick around. And that's definitely been the case with Costco. They've, they've had a pretty good chart. I mean, here's the weekly chart. But as you can see, the earnings are basically in five days. And my guess is, and this is just a guess here, because it always is, my guess is that we're going to start to see some weakness. And I do think I would sell this right before earnings because I think that, you know, who knows what's going to happen after earnings. But it looks as to me, with this chart, with this, with this relative strength of 76 here, where it was higher before, you see it was much higher before, and now it's pulled back. With this relative strength and this downward motion, I think that after it comes through earnings, it's probably going to sell off. That, that is my opinion. So would I buy it now? Well, I probably wouldn't because there's only nine days left until earnings. So I'd be very careful with Costco right now. Uh, it's a great company, but it could pull back on you very, very harshly. Uh, just because, you know, and just because they're paying a $10 dividend, that's not enough. Uh, I don't want to lose fifty dollars to make ten. So, uh, you know, that's the thing you want to be extremely careful with coming into earnings. Um, do you think Apple will go to one twenty four? Wow, that's a good question. This is a question from TikTok. Let's look at the Apple chart because uh, I did I did buy Apple this morning, and I think it's going to go higher than one twenty four. And I say, why do you say that, Jim? Why? Why? Well, the reason I say that is because. Uh, Apple finally broke a trend. For a long time, it was just kind of hanging out, and there's the there's the trend line. You see, it was just hanging out. This is when it made. This is when it had the uh, the the two for one split was right here. This is August 31st. Here, it hit an all time high 
uh, 68, and that's a, a, that's a split adjusted price. Since then, it's been trending down, except for today. It seems to have made a motion above this trend line. This is the trend line here. So I think it could easily make 124, but actually, based on this chart, I believe, you know, it could possibly pull all the way up to this line here, 138, which is the consolidation pivot point. And I do think that 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 that, that is the key, is this 137 price here on Apple. So I think now is the time, as you can see, there's some good volume there. Now is the time possibly to be moving into Apple. And it, it, the higher it goes, you probably the more you want to get into it. But it definitely has a very good buy point. The buy point, uh, I was a little bit late on this one. You know, I came in at about uh, 122. I probably should have come in at 120, but I just was glad to get in because I do think it's moving higher. Now, Apple won't run as fast as and hard as a Tesla or a s other stock like that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be relatively, uh, I think it's going to be relatively orderly, but I do believe it has changed trend and is moving upwards. So it might be a good time to possibly uh, look into that, um, you know, uh, look, look into that stock. Um, okay, so Christian, thank you for your 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 uh, comments. Always great. PRTS, this is a great one, by the way. Uh, PRTS is, uh, you know, here's the thing. Um, I don't think next year is going to be a great year economically for a lot of people. I think it's going to be very hard for them. But I do think that the auto parts business is going to do great because this is carparts.com and this is a very good stock by the way. This is one of the very this is one of the very best companies. This was on the list that uh, that I put on yesterday of the stocks that are basically up over 500% in a year. And this one is tremendous. I really like this area because everybody has a car and a lot of people have to fix them and this is a great way to get parts online. Look at this strength. Uh, tremendous. 98 on this. This is a very very good uh, suggestion, uh, Christian. I appreciate that very, very much, because I think this is a great this is a this is a great way to go. Look at the weekly chart. We have a very nice trend here uh, on the weekly chart, and we do have a form uh, we do have a formation, a cup formation. So that's really good too. So we're almost really at a buy point. Yes, it's pulled a little bit above the proper buy point. The proper buy point on this one, the pivot. Is, uh, is 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 basically a first stage at 1490. So let me put that out there on the chat. Uh, I think this is a really good one. Uh, 1490 uh, is is equal to the pivot for um, PRTS, and, and this is the first stage, uh, by the way. Um, a first a first stage uh, pivot. Those are very the the best ones that you want. Those are the base patterns that you're really looking for, is uh, the first stage one. So, uh, Christian, this is excellent. This is probably going to go into my watch list. PRTS. This has done extremely well uh, in the last uh, you know in the last in the, in the last few months. So, very good. So, uh, let's see. Question, question, question. Thanks for holding on here. Uh, okay, so what's the stock? <laughs> okay, PLTR. Okay, let's look at Palantir. Uh, again, I do have a position in Palantir. This one's a tough one to trade. Uh, I'll be honest with you because it's so so spiky. But I do think that this one could easily double 
in six months. So PLTR is the symbol, and it's essentially a first stage um, IPO base. These are very hard to trade, as you can as, and and let's bring up the chart. This is you know it's a very very spiky chart. So let's go to the weekly. That's kind of really where we have to start. And you see it's pulled back right to the 21-day line. Okay, so and it's pulled back. So um, not unexpected. It's off two dollars and seven cents today at twenty-five sixty. This one's a tough one to trade. Really, the 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 last uh, proper buy point was a first stage base on the IPO base at uh, eleven forty-two uh, about four weeks ago. Uh, I did buy this stock. I I held it into earnings. I sold it before earnings, and then I bought it back. I may have bought it a little bit too high, uh, but I do think this one is going to continue upwards. Uh, let's look at the daily. Um, you know, see, we've had this big pullback here to this level, but I think that this is the this is sort of the this is this is sort of where it is. Uh, you know, it it is showing some some of a floor here, basically at about twenty um, twenty twenty three fifty or, or about twenty three seventy five. Right about there. It's currently at twenty five seventy two, and I currently have this in my small portfolio. So, not time. Um, you know, probably not time to do anything out like this. Be careful. Uh, let this let this move higher. You really have to. You this this I think will settle here, and then I think it'll make a breakout. But right now, let it base, and before you buy some more, I did. <laughs> I bought a few hundred shares, um, but. Uh, you know, and then it promptly pulled back. So be careful with this one. If you do buy at this level, at you know, do set your stop loss very tight at about two and a half to three and a half percent, or about uh, twenty three fifty on the price. So this is going to be a tough one to, to trade, but I do think it's. I really do believe it is going to move higher. Um, you know, it's definitely. It, I think it's pretty much definitely going to move uh, tie, uh, higher. So let's see. Um, okay, well, let's go to the next question. Thanks for holding on here. Um, we did Costco. Uh, th- okay, thoughts on Apple, AMD, and Facebook. Okay, well, let's, you know, we, we, we covered uh, Apple there, but let's cover another stock that's in the small portfolio, and that's, of course, this AMD. And AMD uh, was very nice. It's pulled, it's, it's, up, it's up again today. I do think it's going to move higher. Um, as well, it, the proper buy point for AMD on a fourth stage base was eighty-eight seventy-two, and we did have some very nice, very nice buying. So l- let me kind of take a look to see. I just want to see exactly where I bought that. And of course, that's in the small portfolio. And by the way, you can always take a look at the small portfolio uh, by um, you know by going in and uh, and going to. Um, you know, going to going to Dallas Trading Floor, so uh, the 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 website. So let me pull that small portfolio up here, and it's and this is a Google Sheet, so it uh, it it updates automatically. So just kind of give you an idea of kind of where I'm currently in, it, it, you know, in the issues. Let's pull that up. Okay, there we go, and pull that over there. Super. And I did do some selling. I was sold out of several positions today, uh, you know, and I have been shaken out again of, of of several positions. But currently, I'm in Cloudflare, and AMD, and PayPal. This is in the small portfolio. Uh, I do have a position in Apple, 
But uh, again, I just entered it today, and it's not in the small portfolio. It's in one of my other portfolios that I trade. And I did. I was I was kicked out of Tupperware. Uh, it sold out at thirty three fifty. It's not too bad. Up seventeen up seven percent in about sixteen days. And form factor thirty one percent in about twenty nine days. So we, we're we're out of we're out of those two. By the way, uh, this has a watch list that I update on a regular basis, and it gives buy points. I put Apple on today, as you can see. Uh, basically, this is going to, you know, when I when I do put this into a small portfolio, I'm waiting to see it uh, move back to about uh, $19. I will, I will put in a, a one full position, which in this case equals about seven shares. So, for the for the small portfolio, so this is kind of a good uh, way that you can kind of follow along with me uh, to see if you know if if that makes sense uh, for you some of those that are on the watch list. By the way, it's super easy to, to sign up for it. You just go to go www.dallastradingfloor, and then right here it says subscribe, free trade alerts, first and last name, email, and then hit that subscribe button, and there you go. And, of course, I have today's show on here as well as all of the podcasts. That's on the little podcast tab, and there you go, on the podcast. So those are, those are out there as well. So thanks for bearing with me. All right, so let's take the next one, and that, of course, is Facebook. Let's go over to Facebook. Facebook has been moving nicely. Uh, finally, I think that you know we're starting to see towards the end of the year, we're starting to see a movement back into some of the Fang stocks, and uh, you know hopefully that's a good thing. We're still below a buy point though on on Facebook, so you don't want to come into Facebook right now, uh, right at this moment. You want to wait a little bit because there is a consolidation. Cup with handle two ninety seven thirty eight is the buy point. We're at 286.44. So really, you know, the thing to do, I mean, you could buy, you could do an early buy here, but there's several things that I think that you kind of, just for safety, because I do think it's going to get tougher to trade as we come into the new year, but it currently is only a 71 relative strength on this. I like to see at least 80. Uh, we do have a good checklist, 6 out of 9, and the, the funds are in it, so that's good. It's increasing funds. So where would we buy... Um, you know where to buy, um, you know where to buy a Facebook. Well, there, you know, we look at the daily chart, and really, there's there's two places that we can buy Facebook. One is the two ninety seven thirty eight. That's right here on the consolidation, and then the other place to buy it would be a, would would have been on the reversal off of the twenty one day line. So right now, it's just not a, it's not an ideal canceling place to buy. Um, you know, to buy the stock, but it, uh, you know, let's see if it moves above uh, 297.38. If it is, then I'm I'm definitely a buyer. I'm probably a buyer of this. Uh, but uh, without it being, you know, with, with without it being at that level, I'm not going to be. A, I'm not a buyer of it. So let's see if we can pull back to. Well, it looks like I'm frozen up on the screen here. So hopefully you're hearing the hearing the voice. So let's see if there we go. All right, so. Hopefully that'll come back. There we go. Okay, so uh, thoughts on um, on Neo? Well, let's look at the chart on Neo. Neo's been pulling back, and I think all the other um, the, all the other Chinese automobile stocks. This is why it's so important when you have a stock that moves up as fast as Neo to keep pushing that stop loss up, so that if it does, uh, you know, if it does reverse on you, you're not you're not uh, in a bad way. Yeah, this is just pulled. You know, this is pulled below. We've got we've got a lot of yeah we've got a lot of situation here there there, I don't know if this is a sell off but I, I it's looking like it, 
it, it's 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 very much looking like there might be a fairly major sell-off here. We have over, we have larger than average volume here, and then we have a way a pull of uh, a spike that's pulling down. So I think you want to be super careful on on Neo. Now is not a time to be buying Neo. Today is a good time. If you're in Neo, you know you might want to set your stop losses up. Uh, you might want to you know protect your protect your gains if you've got them. So. Um, <laughs> that's good. All right. Take a look at Blink charging. And again, I have a small position in Blink. Uh, it's, it's not, it, it's not an overly, it's not an overly large position. I'm seem to have, there we go. So you get, get the feed here again. I'm having a little bit of issues with the, with the bandwidth here. So let's look at Blink. B-L-N-K is the symbol. And of course, this—they just acquired another company called EasyGo, which uh, has a number of charging stations. I think this increasingly is going to be a very, very good industry. The way the model, the business model, works for blank charging is that uh, bodegas and other small, um, you know, small retailers basically put in the um, the the blank charging stations, which obviously work. You know, we work off a cell phone, like a iPhone or Android, and then it's a, on a revenue split basis. So it's 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 pretty good. It's been selling off though today pretty sharply. This is the chart uh, for Blink. Um, you know, we don't have, you know, we're right up to the limit in terms of the uh, in in terms of selling. So I don't know I don't know if this is a uh, you know how you know how much of a sell off this is going to be i do think we're going to see some you know it the 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 key level on this one is going to be right at this line here this is the 21 day exponential this is the green line here if it falls below this line this green line then i think you want to get out of it uh i've reduced my position i had 300 shares i sold 200 uh yesterday and uh i may be out altogether by the end of the week, if it doesn't turn, and it's got to turn at that uh, at that 21-day line. So that's the key level, and uh, you know the key level is 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 a right at about a 1750 uh, price. So if it pulls below that, then I think that you know it might have you know it might be going further down <laughs> as well. How much money do you <laughs> how much money do you use per trade? Well, that's a really good question. Thank you very much. What I do is it doesn't actually matter how much money I use per trade, and I'll show you why. This is what they call position trading, and, and let me kind of give you a, sort of an idea of how and what I'm talking about here with with, posi with position trading. Let's see if I can go back to the uh, small portfolio. This is how this is how the small portfolio works. Basically, think of your entire portfolio like a pizza pie, and that pizza pie has you, when you cut that pizza pie up, it has eight pieces. <laughs> so anytime you make a, a movement into a stock, you don't want to go in any more than one eighth or one, you know, uh, a one position. This, right now, currently in the small uh, account that I'm showing, I only I have three full positions and then one. And then five positions in cash. So I'm waiting for waiting to find investment opportunities here. So whenever you go into a stock, let's say for instance, the value of your portfolio is, um, you know, let's say let's say it's ten thousand dollars total total value. 
If you take that and you divide it by eight, that's going to give you eight full positions. So you don't want to buy any more than the amount that that will be worth. In the small portfolio, we started out with much less. We actually started with about $5,000. But now we're up at about seven, about $7,200. So the way that works is if you go over to the watch list here, on my watch list, you'll see that there is a proposed number of shares. And basically what that does is that takes the amount of the full position and remember, this is one-eighth of the total value. And then it shows you how many shares that you could buy. Currently, uh, if I'm going to take a one, one position in Apple in the small portfolio, that would allow me to buy seven shares. So long story short, if you are looking to put in, this is a mistake that many people that start that are starting out uh, trading make is that they will look at the share the value of the share of the stock. If the if the if the share price is cheap, they'll buy a lot of the the shares, but they'll buy almost everything in their portfolio. Never commit more than one full position at a time. And the reason for that is, if you if you commit one full position and you set your stop loss at seven percent below where you bought it. Your, your, your total exposure for that position is 1% of your portfolio. And if you work the math backwards. So this is the reason why you want to do it this way. So that's how to go into a position. And I'll be covering a little bit more about position trading in some of my short videos that hopefully I'm going to start making uh, this, this year. So uh, very, very good. Get your money straight. Thanks for, thanks, for, um, thanks for that question. And that's a really, really good question because when you're starting to trade, People don't know properly how to size positions. And if you use this position strategy, you will size your positions properly. Um, okay, Moderna. Let's look at Moderna. That's M-I... Hmm, I have to remember exactly what the Moderna... Um, uh, the the Moderna uh, M-R... Let's see. Let's see, Moderna. Uh, M-R-N-A, I think it is. That's the That's Moderna. Yeah, there we go. Look at that. Okay, this is common. By the way, whenever this is why when you when you should try not to buy totally on news because it can be deadly. Now, let's take a look at the chart. Moderna shot up when they when they had that news, as you can see right there. But guess what? It shot way down too. So look at that. So it shot down. It shot up and it shot down. It's still got a ninety. It's still got a ninety nine. Um, it's still got a ninety nine uh, buy rating. But guess what? This is this is something you don't want to see. This is a spike of of selling. It's also a, a downward uh, a downward arrow. So guess what? I believe that this this uh, stock may be coming down to about the ninety five twenty one level. That's the, where the base pattern is. So this is <laughs> it's not a good time to be buying until we get a reversal on this. Um, what do I mean by reversal? Well, a reversal is when a stock pulls back. And then when it reverses upwards, that's where you want to buy it. You want to wait until it has changed its trend. Now, currently, it's still got a really good checklist, 7 down to 9. And, of course, the fund ownership is excellent on it, too. So what would I do with Moderna right now? Nothing. I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> I wouldn't buy it until there was a trend reversal because it could be very difficult if, um, you know, if it, if, it, uh, if it keeps on going the wrong way. So let's look at FedEx, F. DX is the symbol on FedEx, and they had some very good numbers. They just they just went. To, well, I'm sorry, they they're 16 days into earnings, but it's looking pretty good for them. And UPS, by the way, too. 
Uh, they have a nice trend. Uh, this is the first thing you look at. You go to the weekly chart. Look at the weekly chart. We still we have a very nice. We have, we haven't broken trend, so that is good. So we so that's the first of the smell tests. We haven't broken trend, so that's very good. From the low that we had in March twenty uh, third till now, it hasn't broken trend, and the trend is up. So that is that is definitely what we want to see. Let's look at the checklist. The checklist is seventy seven percent, which is excellent. Seven out of nine. Six out of nine is my minimum, so I really like that. Let's look at the uh, fund ownership. Well, it's increasing. We definitely like to see that because here's the thing. A stock moves higher based on its fund ownership. Typically, between 20% and about 65% of fund ownership, that's when uh, the stock moves higher. Now, uh, FedEx, of course, is not, a, is not a recent company, and it's a very significant company. Uh, but look at their last, uh, their, their sales have moved up 13%, which for a company like Federal Express is incredible. Now, what, there is a key metric that we want to look at. I probably wouldn't buy FedEx because I don't, like their ret- I don't think their return on equity is enough. It's 14%, which for a mature company is very good. But I want to see 25%. If I'm seeing 25% here, I know that I'm in the best of the breed. So would I buy FedEx? Probably not. Let's see if there's even a buy point on it that we can look at. I probably would not be a buyer of FedEx because there's no, there's no there there's no chart pattern. But that said, that's my preference. I tend to be more for the more growthy stocks. Uh, we do have a very nice relative strength. 94 is excellent. Anything above 80 is really really good, uh, and it is basically. Moving to a higher high, that's that's very good. So if you did like the stock, I'm not particularly a fan of the delivery business, but this is not a bad place to buy it, actually, uh, if, you, if, you were, if you were looking uh, to buy it. But here's the thing. If you do buy it at this level, this is not a proper base pattern. If you do buy it at this level, set your stop losses about 2.5%, uh, um, excuse me, 7% below where you bought it. Uh, because this, these can pull back, but I think uh, you know the long-term trend for, for FedEx is good, and uh, we're a little bit too close into the into the we're a little bit too close into the earnings. I don't like to buy them into the earnings because earnings there's usually reversal, even if they've been making good profit. A lot of times, when the um, the earnings come out, it will it will the the stock will drop. So be careful with um, Federal Express, but it's a good it's a good stock and uh, definitely for a long term hold. You know, definitely the kind of thing. Not my cup of tea, but a very good stock. Um, Chinese and many EV companies are down due to the D list of Chinese companies that failed to meet auditing requirements. Well, you know what? That's that's a problem with all of the Chinese stock. During the Obama administration, the the Congress slipped in a little thing that that uh, they they pushed for. They lobbied. They paid a lot of people off for this, and that was that they didn't have to use generally accepted accounting principles. So the problem with a lot of Chinese stocks is that. You can't really trust their numbers. I don't know if you were familiar last summer with a company called Luck and Coffee, sort of the Starbucks of um, China. Well, you know, nobody audited their books, and and you know they said they had all of these locations that didn't actually exist. So um, this is a problem in investing in Chinese um, Chinese Chinese issues. It's very tough to get a straight balance sheet. So one of the there is a there is a great way to invest in the Chinese market. Uh, for automobiles, but it's I think it's through a proxy, and it's either Tesla or potentially GM because if actually GM is the largest producer of automobiles, actually in China, 
So that that might be a way that you could go in there. But yeah, it's this is the problem with Chinese stocks in general. They just you cannot trust their numbers. And one of the things that you'll notice, many of the Chinese stocks, if you look to the fund ownership, usually the number of funds that are in these is relatively low, unless it's a company like Alibaba or Tencent or something like that that's been around a long time. Just due to the fact that, you know, there just isn't a lot of a, a lot of high reliant reliability of their numbers. So you gotta be super careful when you're doing um, you know when you're when you're investing in Chinese issues it's just a tough one um, what's a good call to do uh, call leap to do on Apple you know what um, I th- I have to get back to you on that that's a good that's a good thing uh, a leap of course is a long-term option play and it, and it may be very good the thing about it is uh, I, I have to really get back to you on I haven't really studied that. Uh, Doug, but I uh, appreciate that question very, very much. It, the, Apple would be a good company to do a leap on. I'm just going to have to, um, I'm just going to have to to look a little bit uh, before I, <laughs> before I before I tell anything. I'm, I want to look at I want to look at the charts a little bit, and unfortunately, I don't have the access to all of the the uh, options options chains right now. So uh, let me get back to you on that. I do appreciate the question though very much, and I, that's sort of in in my list of things that uh, I want to, I want to do. Okay, Louie, fantastic. Um, thanks for, thanks for, uh, this is of course work. Uh, this is uh, we work. Um, you know, the thing about uh, work, uh, the symbol work, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. I said we work. This is Slack, different company. Pardon me. Uh, uh, let's, let's look at this. I haven't looked at Slack in a while. Well, that's very significant. Interesting. Well, you, that's a good call, by the way. I haven't I haven't been following this stock, but we have just we have just moved beyond a key consolidation level, stage one consolidation at forty oh seven. It's at forty three ninety one. So it's very it's just above. It's just pulled above its um, its buy point here. Let's see. Gosh, you know what? Let's see if this thing pulls back. Uh, you know, I I don't really think I want to buy it above about forty one eighty. It's at forty three ninety one right now. You could buy it right now, um, but earn it's. But here's the thing: I wouldn't do it. And then the reason I wouldn't do it is because earnings are only in six days. It's above. It's over five percent above the buy point. It's got a good. Uh, it's it's got a relative strength though that's excellent. Um. Let's look at the checklist. The checklist is excellent. Eight out of nine. The only thing better is nine out of nine on that. Um, and uh, we have increasing fund ownership. So here's the thing. Here's here would be my advice for Slack or Work W O R K. The symbol on that. My suggestion on this is this is a watch list. Uh, this is a classic watch list. We want to wait on this one until after earnings. We don't want to buy it into earnings. It's just too dangerous based on the the, the look of this chart. Um, the reason why this is a potentially good, um, uh, this is potentially a good buy is because it's changed trend. Just like I showed you with Apple, this was the trend prior to today, as you can see, and it was it was a trend. But it broke through that, and then as it broke through, it broke through strong. This is the kind of reversal that you want to buy on. So, in the last one, two, three, four days, this has just been this has just been a monster. It moved beyond this, and then boom! Once it did, boom! It went went a lot higher. So look at these look at these very nice, um, very nice volumes. That is a trend reversal. 
uh, it, you always want to look at the general trend, and when it breaks that trend to the upside, that's when you want to buy. So uh, that is, you know, it's probably a little bit too high right now to, to, to buy it. But as it broke through that, oops, there we go. As it broke through that trend, that's where it went higher. So good. Uh, a, that's a very good. Uh, that's a very good one. I think you want to watch list that one. I don't think you want to buy it. Let's see if it pulls back within five percent of the buy point. And the buy point is uh, <clears throat> the buy point is forty eighty seven. So uh, you want to. You probably want to. Let's see how this swing settles. It may continue upward, but it looks like it's pulling back a little bit. And hopefully, you'll be able to get into. It. I think this is a very good stock, by the way. Um, okay, that's how much money per trade. Well, I kind of kind of gave you my answer on that. Let's see. Um, let's let's take a look at uh, TikTok. Thanks for holding on, everybody. Here, I'm going to take a joined. Okay, a lot of people are joined. That's great. Um, okay, uh, Apple will go to 124. I think it's going to go beyond that, as I indicated before. Let's see if I can get an earlier question. I bought Moderna stock right before they <laughs> announced the success. Um, uh, okay, here's how you stay in. If you bought before the announcement, congratulations. Get your money straight. Congratulations on this. Here's what you want to do on that. Um, you want to set your stop loss uh, basically at 2.5% below the close, where it closes uh, today. So let's look at this. MRDN. Let's see. Moderna. M. MRNA, there we go, Moderna, MRNA, three times three times the charm. Okay, here's what you want to do. It's gonna. It looks like it's gonna close about 141 uh, on there. You, it, you today, what you want to do is see if it see if it's gonna get some legs here. It pulled. Wow, it pulled all the way up. Here's the thing. Um, you don't. I don't think you want to give up any more than than. Um, than basically where you're at now, because uh, you're you're sort of at the limit. So, I would set the stop loss two and a half percent below this 141. That would be about 133 or 134. Uh, doing doing the math in my head, um, that's where you want to set your stop loss. I wouldn't let it go below that because you don't want to give up your profit, because this thing could definitely pull back. Uh, you know, basically all the way down to the to the buy point very very easily and the buy point was 95.21 so you don't want to give up that that good uh you know that 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 good profit there you want to be careful uh you know that you don't that you don't give up any any of any, any more profit than you have to okay avery uh Swissa, um let's look at lca that's um i think lca that uh, i can't remember what lca is lca is Land Candy. Oh, I don't know this one. Blank Check Company. Okay, here's the thing uh, with Blank Check Companies. I like I I love to cover them, but the problem is I can't really do it until I know what they're going to buy. The way a Blank Check Company works is that it's sort of like a blind pool that people put money into. It's already got a listing, and then and then people put money into it, and then they reverse merge into a company that they want to take public, and of course this eliminates a lot of the um, the IPO process, and so they can get the market. To, they can get to market a lot quicker, but the problem is I don't like to invest in blank check companies because I just don't know what they're going to invest in. So I just I just don't know. So I'm I'm you know I'm really basically at a loss um, for that. But let me show you the chart. 
uh, and on Lancandia. As you can see, it's all over the place. Now let's look at the weekly chart. You know, this just isn't really a viable chart. I mean, yes, there is a consolidation cup third stage with 19, but you know, this just I really can't I really can't uh, recommend this one just because with a blank check coming, you just don't know what they're going to buy. And so there's a lot of issues uh, when it comes to that. So I'm sorry I can't really give you a good read on that. Let's take a look at uh, your other choices. Uh, probably another blank check company, but let's take a look anyways. Uh, APXT. And let's see if I've got anything there. Give you the Apex Tech. Okay, this is a blank check company too. Similar kind of deal on this. Can't really give you any information. These aren't really investable until they actually have a um, product or a company that they're going to buy. So can't really give you very much information <clears throat> on that uh, that one. All right, uh, question on Unity. Unity, interesting company. Um, uh, I'm actually in a building where there was a, um, a, a game developer. And, of course, this is one of the big platforms for uh, game development, and you know, this is a, it, Unity is definitely a leader in this in this space. Very, very strong in terms of its leadership. Uh, you know, many I think I don't know what the percentages of the game developers uh, develop on this platform, but it's significant and uh, very nice relative, very nice relative strength of 97. So I'm liking that. Um, this is really uh, just a really a brand new IPO, so very hard to buy this right now. Uh, I would wait for the first pullback because the way the IPO base works is it usually comes out of the gate, it trades up, and then once uh, it's traded up, some of the uh, big sellers will start selling. It will pull back, and then it will form a cup formation. And then, you know, after that, then you can you can possibly buy it. I just don't think it's viable right now, even though it does have an excellent checklist. Basically, eight out of nine. And let's look and see if there's fund sponsorship. Wow, there's a lot of fun in this one. So this is, you know, this is uh, not a bad company. Uh, but I just I just think it's really, there's really no place to buy this. The only place that you could have bought this one on the IPO base was about 102. Uh, it's about 147. I just, I think this is a little bit too hard to figure out. Uh, it's got a, um, the trend line is obviously up. It's moving up the 10-day line, but the, um, the, um, this line here, this little blue line, this is the uh, relative strength line. It's pointing down. You don't want to typically enter a deal when, it's, when this is pointing down. It just indicates that there may be some selling going on, and definitely there is. So I would be careful with this one. I would watch list this one. I would not buy this right at this time. So for you, I would be that would be a uh, that would be a watch list along uh, along with the other ones. So I'm going to hopefully try to put some of these onto the watch list as well because I think they could be very good. But they just you just have to find a really good place to buy them. And right now, that's not the case. All right, CrowdStrike. Um, this is a this has been a, this has been a tremendous stock. Um, you know, I am not in this one, and I, I should have been in this one because I knew about it, and uh, it's just uh, it's done some great stuff. It's right now at 147, and let's kind of take a look at it. Basically, the buy point on a, on a cup basis, second stage, 153.90. So it's right below, it's pulled back right below the the buy point. So what can you do here? Well, it's got a, it's still really good. It's got a relative strength of 95, 
There's been some selling activity here. I want to see possibly a reversal on this before I would buy it, but I'm really liking this stock. Uh, eight out of nine, I'm liking that. The ownership is good, too. So this is very good. There is an issue, though, and that is earnings are in one day. Here's the thing. You want to put this on your ready list. This is ready to buy, but it's not ready to buy today. You want to buy this after earnings. So CRW, um, CRWD, uh, and that's buy in basically two days, if possible, if it's still an upward trend. Um, don't hold, you know, don't buy it before earnings because that's a very bad place to enter, but it may do very well. Here's typically what will happen with a stock like this is that it'll go into earnings and it will pull back. I mean, even if the earnings are great. And then when it reverses from that pullback, that sometimes is a very, very good entry place. So you want to put this on your on your um, watch list and possibly enter it. But don't buy it today and don't buy it. Wait until it comes through earnings and see what happens because that can really mess you up if you buy it into earnings and another thing tanks. So trend change uh, with slack of temp. Uh, going up because there's news. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. Salesforce is going to buy Slack. That makes a total sense. That's a great. That thank you, Ollie. That's a great. Uh, that's a great comment. Um, you know, <laughs> Salesforce has more money than I don't know. <laughs> King minus. They're so rich. Uh, that make, would make total sense. It's a very good. Um, yeah, it, it's a, it's a very good acquisition by them. I could see that. I didn't realize that was the case. That makes total sense. Uh, and yeah, that just make, that just makes total sense. And the question is, how high can you go? Well, I don't. I'm not privy to that right now, but that sounds like a very good deal. So I'm going to see if I can do a little bit of research on that. I really appreciate that uh, that comment there, Ellie. That's really good. And uh, you know, that's the kind of thing. I mean, uh, you know, it may it may be good for a few points because that's what. Uh, you know that's that's what uh, you know. It definitely can move it. I'm not totally one that buys totally on story altogether, but it's an important component, especially when a company like uh, Salesforce is is potentially buying it. Let's look at uh, Mark. Thank you for this CHGG. See if we can find anything for CHGG uh, here. So if I can find a buy point for you here. Okay, this is uh, digital products, of course, and. Um, you know what? This is not perfect. This isn't the world's best setup here. We do have a bit of, let's look at the weekly chart first to get the general overall trend. And that's going to show us, yeah, we have, uh, we are still in an uptrend, which is good. So we still have, we know we still have this uptrend sort of going along and, and, and from here as well. So we still have this uptrend, which is good. And it has pulled above the 40-day line, which is good. Now the buy point on a cup basis is is 89.82. Now can you do you have to wait until you get all the way to the buy point to buy it? Absolutely not. Some of the best buys are made prior to uh, prior to it um, moving beyond the buy point. And this is a cup with handle, so it might make sense. I, th you know, I think it. Yeah, let's see if I can. Yeah, this is a cup with handle. See, there's a cup, and it doesn't. This panoramic didn't quite pick it up. But there's a cup here, and there's a pullback, and then there's a the movement. So this is very, very viable. It's up three dollars and thirty-nine cents. Excellent. Thank you for thank you for this. C H G G. Let's look at the checklist. Wow, this is a great checklist. Eight out of nine. Nice funds. 
that's really good too. Um, and here's the most important thing for for growth stock, at least in my humble opinion. Oh, okay, this has got it all. Yeah, we have increasing sales. Look at the return on equity. It's it's 26. That is super great because anything above 24, you definitely want to be looking at it. It's got positive cash flow. I love that in a in a growth stock. Um, and yeah, this just looks everything about this looks really really good. Let's look at the monthly chart to kind of see where it's come from. Yeah, it's making higher highs. So uh, yeah, this is this is a really 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 good, uh, very very good stock. I didn't real I I was not looking at this one before, and this one definitely may go on the list for me. C H G G is the symbol. So very very interesting. Thank you very much for that. Mark, I think that's a great choice. I think you could definitely buy this. Let's see if, let's just let's just see let's see when the next earnings are. Yeah, we're we're just about earnings. We're just a little bit too well. They were on the twenty sixth. They were down a, a little bit, but it's still up seventy. It's an earnings surprise, seventy percent. Wow. And they've just come through earnings. Yeah, this is good. You this is this is viable right now. This this stock is is viable right now at this level. Just make sure if you do it, set your stop loss. Set it about 7% below where you bought it because this could pull back, but it looks as if the trend is moving up. So with the, And this does look like a cup with handle, second stage base, so that's that's a very good pattern. I think this is one, you know, you might, want to, you might want to buy this one. Don't, you know, it's after earnings. They had an earnings surprise. That's a good thing. It's probably going to go higher, so... Very, 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 very good. Um, let's look at the short interest on it. Um, yeah, it's 6.4 days. Uh, it's up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there is some short interest on this. But uh, other than that, provides digital products and services, print textbooks and textbooks for students uh, via online platforms. So, you know, with this COVID thing, they've been probably doing great. Well, I have... Um, I. I have talked about an hour here, so I will. I'm going to be. Um, I'm going to be coming back tomorrow at two thirty. I really appreciate everybody here. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Um, we do have. Um, you know, if you do want to get on the um, the trade alerts, very e- very easy to do. All you have to do is go over to um, www.dallastradingfloor and. Uh, you know we're going to be on there with you know we're on there with the trade alerts so that's a good way to that's that's a that's a real good way to go and uh, do that as well so till tomorrow uh, everybody stay safe and uh, happy trading. <laughs>